Ladies and gentlemen, auction campaigns used to last four weeks. Now, some of them are happening in four hours. How is this done? Stay tuned. We're going to tell you all about all about it. Pretty exciting times. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Morning Minutes. Myself, Michael Bergio, Mark Novak, episode 545. Four-week auctions, now four-hour auctions. We call Can them you believe it? We, ne- we call them internally snap auctions. We're seeing more and more campaigns becoming very fluid, changing week to week, day to day, especially with the increased buyer activity. So Mark and I today, we're going to talk about how it can vary. I think a lot of let owners and some agents just run a campaign, set and forget. You go live on realestate.com and then that's it until it's sold. But that's just not the case. It can change very quickly. Isn't that right, Mark? Read the play. Read the play. So go into a bit of detail. What do you mean? So, you know what? This was an interesting campaign. We had it yesterday, and uh, we basically called it, I know it was Father's Day, which was a bit tough on everyone, but we called it, it got really complex with the negotiations. So we said, look, we're going to convert this negotiation to an auction. We're going to have an auction in a couple of hours' time. Uh, You've got on the market... It's a pl- yeah, so we, we coordinated the auctioneer we, uh, last well, like within hours. We coordinated the lawyer within hours. We coordinated the buyers within hours. And then we estimated the remaining of the buyers just to let them, let them know publicly that we're going to be holding the auction. It was a, it was a crazy it was a, it was a crazy day yesterday because of this auction. But um, this property had an, an interesting history, Burge. Um, we had we have believe it or not, it was the second auction for this property. So the first four-week campaign, there was no bidders at the auction. The next two weeks, we had an offer maker or two, not at the right price. And then yesterday, sold at an incredible price. So go through – and that's where it's up to an agent to adapt, isn't it, from a private treaty to make the call and say, let's just do an auction – with the one or two interested parties, send out an alert to all the buyers just in case. But we're seeing that more, like I know in Mike's, we may start, especially when you may start with a private trip. Like for example, we may have a, a property that's not a typical auction property with the categories which we've said on the show before, where you've got like an A, B, C and D property, not based on price, more in uniqueness. And a property that's very unique, they're sort of like your instant auctions. And a property that's a good property, but they're not super unique. And you don't, And depending if you're in a rising market, a slow market, a, a crazy market, depends on what you can do with that campaign. But you sometimes get that listing that's sort of like borderline. You could see it do really well at auction, but you could also see that there's a few other listings around. It's just not the right time. So occasionally I'll start as a private treaty and I'll say to the owner, if we have enough activity, one, two, three, four buyers all making offers, 
within the first couple of weeks or days, whatever the timing is, but we have that comp that competition, then we can call an auction that day, in two days or in three days and do that auction. That way, because as perception is key in real estate. You never want a property, um, even though it happens, go to auction, it doesn't sell, and then people go, what's wrong with it? Um, or, or, or you have a private treaty and you've got lots of offer makers and the agent may not just ha have a sharp blade, can't handle five or six offer makers, ends up selling it, but also ends up pissing off every other buyer in the campaign, which a lot of people don't really see. They may see the sold, but there's just like an aftermath of damage and unhappy people. So having well, this been- was going, This was going that way. This was going that way. Yeah, and I, I call it, you gotta be fluid. Like a, a sale campaign is fluid, it can change. And that's where we're seeing more and more, we're doing these snap auctions where, yeah, you could be two weeks in, you could be eight weeks in, but it's not about the time. It's about having those couple buyers there and they both really want it because buyers hate a Dutch auction, Mark, or the perception of a Dutch auction. Do you want to go through that? Yeah. Why buyers really hate it? This, this, this was interesting because on Thursday, this is 14 Seabreeze that we're talking about that we're doing, that we did a snap auction for yesterday at Father's Day. Snap auction, a couple of hours' time, auctioneer was booked. Owner was okay. Owner's instructions, auctioneer booked, lawyer informed, buyers ready to go. Now, what happened, how we got there was it was a really interesting journey with the property. Um, there was, there was a, we ran a four week campaign with a guide of offers over 329, and there was offers made on the property prior, during the auction campaign. Believe it or not, there was auctions, there was uh, even an offer made of 3.5 didn't produce a signed contract or tech and the owner just thought you know what i'm going to get more which was just one of those things as an owner how do you know that that's a great offer or not offer if it comes in the first week of your campaign so we went through this auction we went we uh, got to the auction vic larusso there fantastic auction it was gut-wrenching for me it was gut-wrenching for the owners um then what happened was the um the owners, like, you know, imagine turning up to your beautiful property. It was a newly built house with a granny flat in Manlyvale um, and, and everything selling around you and no bid. We're all gutted. Um, but I think the important thing is some people would just shut the, shut the gate and say, nah, screw it, I'll sell it in six months or a year. Um, the owners were pretty tenacious. I was pretty tenacious. We said, look, and I always said to the owners, it's 30, 30, 30. 30, 33% chance that it's going to sell before auction, 33% chance it's going to sell at auction, and 33% chance it will sell after auction. So I said, guys, we're just in that last one-third period. So we spent two weeks on the campaign, and then we generated another off, uh, another two offers around the 3-3 three, three and around the 3-4. And the owner was like, you know what, I'm sort of happy, but... I, you know, if I could get a 3.5 like we had the offer during the auction campaign, that would be good. If I could get 3.45, you know what, I maybe I could talk to the wife. We pushed on another week. And next next came along an investor and next came along an owner-occupier who was going to sell two properties for their mother uh, and themselves and they were going to live one in the one in the house at the back, which was like granny flat, one in the front. So one was an investor, and then an investor ended up coming in at a strong offer of 3.5. Now, this is where it got really tricky. The, the investor 
in, um, the, the own, like we didn't tell the guys the offers that were being made ethically, um, but we said put in your best offer. You've got a chance, put in your best offer. The, own, the owner's got, is, is, is in the sell zone. The owner-occupier offered circa 352, 353, and then the owner said, okay, I'm, the uh, vendor of the property said, I'm going to sell to those people. We went to those people and said, look, are you sure you can't go any higher? Owner, investor said, not going any higher. Owner occupier said, not going any higher. We said, okay, we're doing a deal with the 352. Two hours later, the investor came up. We did the same thing. We're going to sell to the investor now. Four hours later, the owner occupier came up. And I, literally over a day and a half, they just kept going up and up and up and up. So Burge, it was perfect for a snap auction. And how did you wear that with the buyer? How did you convince them that's the best for everyone? What was well, the buyer I think there? I think both buyers had the shits with each other. They had the shits with the real estate agent. Had the shits with the owners because everyone was like, "Mate, you just accepted my offer, and now you're saying there's another offer." Um, so it was a real moral dilemma of like, "I know that's what happened, but." we legally have to put all offers to the owners and the owners want to take more money. So it was, you know, it, there was, it was just a really, really hard um, ethically to run it. So when we spoke to the buyers, we said, look, we're going to put you in one room. We're going to put you on one video call. We're going to have a, a perp. We're going to get you to state your highest offer. When you state your highest offer, you're going to have bought that property by the time you finish that, that uh, Zoom call, and we're going to have someone to arbitrate the bids, which is going to be Vic LaRusso. Vic LaRusso is also a qualified auctioneer. This is technically an auction environment that we're going into with you and the other buyer that's been making offers. So I think there was a sense of relief even to know that there's another buyer there. These people who were making the offers didn't even actually know if there really was another another person genuinely making an offer. So I think by having them birch on the same screen and then being able to eyeball each other and know they were real McCoy offers, I think that, that was a great thing a snap auction enabled and the best part was the price because a buyer can sometimes scratch their head when they're like this property has been on the market six weeks and all of a sudden the day yeah. on that exchange <laughs> got this extra like and they can and it's crazy how much how often that happens but some buyers can be a little like you just pull my leg and then they can get a bit defensive and be like, well, I, I'll pull out because I don't think you have anyone. And then the, the next day it's sold and like, oh, shit, they did have someone. So it's a good way for that transparency there. But it worked. So and, I think that's sort of – And the price was just amazing. Like getting this, the price we got at Snap Auction compared to what we had prior was just incredible. Well, competition, it, it generally always breeds a higher higher price. So, But the key sort of takeaway for owners, agents, is a campaign is fluid. You need to – and the, this is where it's insane because it's hard for an agent to put, to put that in a presentation, to explain that to why they are the right agent for the job. And for an owner to perceive that value, because a lot of it's on the go. It's not like you get parallel deals where you can compare like for like, like that there. Yeah. But Bridget, it wasn't competition. It was strategy. Because I know you said competition and it is, you need the two buyers, but I had the two buyers 
and even having the competition, even the way we st- we strategically negotiated prior to the snap auction, it just didn't work. It was pissing everyone off. It was pissing the owners off. It was pissing the buyers off. And I think the strategy of that of that open forum with the competition, like you said, I think that's the key. And you know what, Bird, we haven't told people the best news. The best news is that prior going to the snap auction, we had an offer. The highest I could negotiate with the buyers over two days of excruciating negotiations, the highest was 362. Yeah. This was after the fact that the owners were happy with 3.5. Yes. But it got better. When it went to the snap auction, it advanced to 367. Yeah, beautiful. So the owner spent a thousand bucks on an auctioneer, but also, how can you argue as a buyer that you weren't be given, you weren't given a fair chance like that? It 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 was just the perfect forum to get more money. So on Thursday they were happy with three five. On mm. Father's Day on Sunday they'd sold at three six seven a hundred and seventy grand more. It's a beautiful Father's Day. It's a good father's day for the buyer. He got to buy a property and the uh, sellers, they're, they're, they're sold. And you know what also got me with this campaign, Burge? Yeah. I got a disgust. I, I, as a courtesy, I let all everyone know and I got a disgusting SMS from a buyer saying, you know, shit, shit property, shit campaign, can't sell it after six weeks, still not sold. Well, screw you. We got the owner. $270,000 more than what they had two weeks ago from working really hard and a strategy. Yeah, should send that the sold link back to them. None. <laughs> there was, there was no, nothing brought me more pleasure. Beautiful. Well, that's a wrap. Snap auctions, fluid campaigns, strategy, competition, works well for everybody. Big time. Cheers, everyone. Bye. See you, guys.